up, you imitators? This was episode 18, almost up to episode 20. Uh, this is Jimmy Calloway. He uh, he drove up, made the drive, and we sat down and talked for, uh, I think this episode is about an hour and 45 minutes. Um, it was awesome. We talked comedy. We talked a lot about comedy. We talked, uh, we got nerdy with um, uh, comic books and um, Star Wars and stuff, and there's a little, a little debate, a little bit, but um, <laughs> a lot of, a lot of riffs, a lot of uh, good. It was awesome. I said it was awesome already, but I reiterated because it was. Um, keep listening. Tell everyone you know about it. At Dugathan, at Yamatat. Um, that's Dugathan with an A at the end. G A T H A N. And uh, our apartment comedy show still going every Saturday. Every Saturday that I post, um, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of uh, a lot of people have come out, and um, sometimes uh, a couple times people came out of the woodwork. Like um, someone came up from, I think it was Imperial Beach or San Isidro. And for those of you who are from different parts of the world, uh, that's a far that's a far drive. I think it was like maybe an hour and a half that they drove to get here. Um, anyway, um, keep spreading the love. iTunes, Stitcher. Um, leave comments, rate, um, I hear it's really good for, good for podcasting because it, uh, it lets them know directly on Stitcher and iTunes what people think about it. Uh, the Facebook is facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. And yeah, so Jimmy Calloway, enjoy. Welcome back. Thank you for having me back. Abode. Yeah. This is the podcast studio. Oh, very nice. Dude, you shaved. I did. Oh, that's right. Last time. Oh, is this any good? I want to read this for a while. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, I don't read. <laughs> right. <laughs> Usually. Uh-huh. And I read that in, in, like, five days. Yeah, it's been on my to-read list for some time. But, uh, I haven't, just haven't gotten to it yet. It's one of those books where you're, like... There's page turners, and then there's like, holy shit. Yeah, I think this guy's like a friend of a friend, too. Really? I think so. I think this was originally on Angry Robot, which was like a, yeah, 2011. I think it was. Bad Robot? Angry Robot's like an imprint of some fucking publisher. And, uh, yeah, so a buddy of mine is on them with them works with that company and so i think he brought in a few other people L lauren bukes also has written for she's mm. pretty good she's written some comic stuff i can't remember off the top of my head right now okay anyway cool um yeah read that yeah no i have every intention Do you, you know what it's about right like you've heard the premise <sighs> i did i mean it was enough at the time for me to go oh yeah i should yeah. read this it's like the Willy Wonka style, like uh, the guy who created this whole on online universe mm -hmm. dies and he leaves his will. Right, like that episode of Community. Yeah, like that episode of Community, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, oh my gosh, it's so badass. I've never called a book badass before. There's a first time for everything. Yeah, apparently. But yeah, yeah. I, I like fully visualized everything and like, I think before the book was even released it. Um, 
Warner Brothers bought the rights for the movie. Yeah, I remember it created quite a buzz yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to see that movie. Yeah. I can't wait to be the main character in that movie. Mm hmm. Yep. I'm sure that's going to work out fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just talk to your buddy and have him yeah. talk to Ernest. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll make and, some uh... calls. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So that's how these things work, you know? Get it all squared away. <laughs> Is this your bedroom as well? Your boudoir? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That, uh, that's some art from the guy who does Axe Cop. That's his other comic oh, called Bear Mageddon. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I remember I interviewed him right before that came out. Really? And then I never followed, like, I never looked into it. I'm kind of just waiting for them to put it out. Because I don't read Axe Cop online. I just wait for them to right. print them. Same here. I'd rather read that. So um, I'm assuming that's going to be out eventually. Well, what happened was I heard about Axe Cop, and I was like, what? Yeah. And there were already three books out, so I just bought them and just started reading them. Yeah, I think when I first, I had the same reaction when it first when I first heard about it, but it hadn't come out in print yet. And okay. so I read, I read a few of them online, but yeah, I just yeah. waited for... You're like, oh. Yeah. I'll wait. I mean, I don't, I mean, I'll read <laughs> stuff online, but I It's more generally prefer like the tactile and... Have, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, I understand it now when uh, people are like... I mean, online doesn't feel the same. Like, yeah, it really, it really doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it. I mean, it's I'm still, less, I'm less adverse to it than I once was. But yeah. It, yeah, it's still good it's still for, for. It's still good for like, you know, Axe Cop started as a little tiny. Yeah, well, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, so we're recording. Oh, are we? So, yeah. <laughs> Is it actually running? Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't say anything incriminating. <laughs> um. This is Jimmy Calloway. Everybody. Hi. Where am I talking into? I feel that. that oh, okay, that yeah. thing. Nice, All right. Hi. Nice and, nice and hidden to the side. <laughs> um, hello, Jimmy Calloway. No pre previous record. What? I just feel like I should make sure <laughs> for, the, for the cops listening. Yeah. For everyone. Yeah. For all the authorities listening. No one's gonna hear this. I mean, no. Okay. Let's, well, let's be good. honest. That's the way I like it. This is for posterity. Okay, good. This is for me to listen to later. All right. To say, huh, I yeah. met, some, met some interesting people. <laughs> Put that to bed right now. I promote it. Do you? I do. A little bit. <laughs> Get defensive. Twitter. Um, I, yeah. I, I do the Twitter and... Sometimes, sometimes I pop on the Facebook page that sure. I have for this, but... Sure. I've been pretty lax on that one. Mm. Well, you got you're a busy man. I mean, please cl clearly. Yeah. <laughs> like jerking off on Facebook all day. Literally and figuratively. Right. <laughs> well, the less said about that, the better. <laughs> Don't worry. No one's gonna hear this. Um. So, how long you been doing it? How long have you been doing comedy? Since I walked in. Oh. Comedy. <laughs> um, I've only been doing it since uh, August. Really? Yeah, pretty new. Pretty green. That's when uh, Shane Brendan started. Yeah, we both started right around. I think Shane beat me by a couple of weeks. Because I, I just had him, well, we did like a Skype podcast a oh. couple of days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's good people. Yeah. Um, I still haven't met him in person. Really? It was all set up through Facebook. Yeah. Oh, the glorious information age in <laughs> yeah. which we live. Well, you should do yourself a favor because he's a delight. Yeah. And uh, he was a delight. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So yeah, I've only since August twenty seventh was the first time I went up. So nice. Yeah. How you how you liking it? How oh, you, how you loving it? I'm loving it quite a bit, in fact. Yeah, it feels uh, right. 
I'm sure everyone listening saw you point at my McDonald's coffee yep, cup. Yep, that was the that was uh, the visual aspect of the podcast. I had the I'm webcam it. turn on. It's not a paid promotion. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm. It's it's something I've been wanting to do my whole life, really. So yeah, I'm glad I finally took did. the plunge and yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Um, how often do you go up? Um, these days, I'd say I probably only about three four times a week. Only. <laughs> well, it, I mean, there's yeah, certainly... There's, there's some people who go up like 20 times a week. Right. And you're like, well, you're stretching yourself a little really? bit. Really? 20 times? I don't well, know about I'm that. I'm making that up. Oh, okay. But, well, I'm well, sure... As long as we're making up numbers. <laughs> a thousand times a week. Right. At least. At the very... At the bare minimum. <laughs> I try to hit the 1K mark. <laughs> uh, I am sure that like in LA, maybe Orange County, that there's people who go up like 20 oh no i don't doubt it i mean i think there's there's right. ample opportunity to get up in town now but you gotta like i mean yeah, yeah take yeah. take it easy a little bit you well gotta yeah have, it depends you on gotta experience life to be I, able to comment well, on i don't it. know about that but uh, <laughs> uh, uh yeah i mean i think it just depends on your own temperament and however much like i i I feel like uh, if you push yourself, that can be good, obviously, for your work, but it can also be bad for you yeah. as a person. So, yeah, just to balance it out. Because you could be, like, the hardest working comic. Right. Do it going up 50 times a week. Right. 100 times a week. Right. And, um, mm-hmm. but, then, but then people don't really know you at all, and mm-hmm. you're just kind of, like, isolated because you're like, i got to write more, i got to write more, i got to do more, yeah. do more. That's true. I think, well, I don't know. I can't really speak to that because I think some people are happier that way. Nope. No? (laughs) (laughs) I can say, I'll say this much for me, that there there was a time not long ago, probably like around fall or so, where I really didn't feel like going up one night, but I kind of forced myself to do so Mm -hmm. anyway, and then I ate shit, like hard, and I said, well, I'm not putting myself through that again. Like, if I'm not feeling it, you know what I mean? Yeah. If I'm, it, it's, it, it can't be forced. So yep. you want to be strict with yourself, but you don't want to, because then you'll, then you'll, if you overdo it, then it becomes bad. Yep. So. Then it becomes something that you're doing, then you're like, wait, why did I start doing this in the first place? Right. Kind of thing. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah. So, yeah, as it stands, let me think. I pro like I usually. Three to four. Well, I, on, a, on a good Sunday, I can get up three times. Dang. Um, Monday, I usually don't. Tuesday, I usually can get up at the ACC. ACC if, you know, the cards break my way. That's not a saying at all. <laughs> no, it is now. Uh, Dude, Wednesday. the cards are breaking your way. Right. You know how you break cards. <laughs> and, uh, can, you, can you break this deck for me? Yeah, just break it. Just break it. Break it in half. It doesn't have to be exactly half. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Look at so, yeah. nitrogen. And, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, let's see, Wednesdays are like touch and go, you know, depending. Where's, There's not a lot um, of mics. There's the space bar mic, which is like every other Wednesday. Okay. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't usually make it to the space bar, which is odd because it's probably the closest mic to my house besides shooters, which I also, I, I, I do do shooters fairly regularly. There's not one this week, but. Okay. Um, and then there's also the Ken Club on Thursday, which I also haven't done in a while. Oh, yeah. Don't they always also have one on Sunday? Or what's that Sunday one they had? At, a Ken Club. 
I don't know that. Oh no. Well, I know that. Uh, yeah, once a month the Lights Out show is on Monday, mm. and then they'll do an open mic after that, mm. which I have yet to do, sadly. Sunday, Tuesday, and Friday. Those are the days that I can count on going up. Cool. Generally speaking. So and it's 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 a it's a couple times on each day, mm-hmm. but then it's like still stretched out enough where yeah where you don't feel stretched out. Yeah, exactly. And then you know if I get booked or something like that, then obviously I. Rather would do something like that. You know, if I get booked on a show, you know, just a humble brag. Ah, it's, yeah, it's extremely humble. Because, I mean, <laughs> you know, in the second wind or something like that, it's not something to write home about. I mean, I'm not going to turn my nose up at it. Well, maybe a little bit. You should. You should. But uh, I'll still do it. I'm not that proud. So, yeah. So, yeah, I try to, yeah, I think three to four times a week, maybe five. That's healthy. Yeah. That's enough to keep me interested, but not enough to burn me out. Yeah. Once I once I move up to L.A., I'm planning on doing something like that. Yeah. And you'll have, I think you'll have much more opportunity to do yeah. that in L.A. It'll be a little, it'll, but that's the thing. I mean, I've done a couple of mics in, in Los Angeles, and it's, uh, <laughs> there's, you know, it's definitely a saturated market. Yep. Yep. But, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, go ahead. <laughs> Um, I go up, I go up like once a month cause I'm getting ready for moving up there. And then also like I go to this mixer thing where there's people who like trying to get in the industry and whatever. And, mm. Um, and then I recently was like, why am I not doing open mics? Like while I'm here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I like stretch the weekend out and I stay Sunday too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I go up Saturdays now. I've only kind of done it twice, but I did Sal's comedy hole the first okay. time. And I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. It, was, it was basically comics performing for comics and then waiting for their turn and then leaving. Sure. Yeah. Um, which I mean, if you can make them laugh, then that's, yeah, that's golden. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Yeah. Um, and then I went to that same night. I went to Hollywood Hotel, but I was too late to sign up. I would have had to wait like three hours to go up at all. Yeah, I did that. At the Hollywood Hotel, you did. You waited? I waited about three hours to go. Up. Well, it's it's a drive, so you. Had yeah, to... I was there. Yeah. I was there doing something else anyway, and uh, there didn't seem to be much else going on. So yeah, I sat through it. It was kind of a drag because yeah, it wasn't that everybody left by the time I got to go up. Yeah. I mean, a couple of the other comics were like they said nice things afterwards, but it was yeah, kind it's of a, a it's a cool environment there. Mm-hmm. Like I felt like it was supportive and yeah. Um, a lot of the comics like stuck around and watched the other comics, and I was like, All "That right. wasn't my experience." But <laughs> you, well, that you was there, just like, one late, night. I, right? I wasn't. I wasn't willing to just paint it with a broad brush, just because that was one I. Yeah. I didn't, and it wasn't like I regretted it at all. You regretted it. Well, n- not any more than I generally regret everything I do <laughs> in my life. Not in the traditional sense of regret, right. but more like but a metaphorical regret. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> nope. I'll take your word for it. Though. The next time I went up, I did Hollywood Hotel. And yeah. I, I didn't know. I forgot it was pay to play. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Here's $5 for this bottled yeah, water. Glass of orange juice. <laughs> uh, that was a very nice glass. <laughs> it was a nice yeah. bottle of water. Yeah. I was like, this oh, is really from right Italy? There. Wow. They're, they're not, yeah, they're not monkeying around. Um,. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of a drag, but I mean I get it. They have to. They got overhead or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, 
Certainly not something I relish doing, but it's just part of the thing. You, you love paying to play. <laughs> you love it. <laughs> uh, you found me out. I only go to Mike's where I have to pay. <laughs> Alright? Right. I want to make sure I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah, the cost. Right? Nothing free Fine. can be any good. Yeah, if I'm not paying for it, it's going to be garbage. It's simple. It's simply Like comes. podcasts. Exactly. Like all podcasts. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm a podcast listener. Are you? Uh, yeah. What What are some that you listen to? Do you listen? To? I am a big fan of the Todd Glass Show. That's okay. the one I. I don't get to listen to as many as I did like a year ago. I had a desk job, and I had a, a long commute. I worked in Orange County. Oh. So I had a lot of listening time. That's like what was that like an hour drive? Hour and a half, about that. Yeah. Oh. Which is it? I don't. It wasn't. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> optimal, but it wasn't that. I frankly, I like driving. I like. I do too. Drives in the car. And then I got a job where I drove. Yeah. And now I'm like, well, I'll stay local. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, you'd road tr- not. road trips are fun. Yeah, oh, yes. But when it's your job, driving. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, at the end of the day, you're like, I don't want to drive anymore. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, any job's gonna burn you out in some respect. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I, I listen to Todd Glass show quite a bit. Uh, I still, I download, I still download as many podcasts as I once did. I just don't. To support them? I guess so. Well, because or... I do have every intention of listening to them yep. eventually. Yep. Um, but right now, I guess Todd Glass is the only one that I'm really listening to a lot. But I really like Comedy Bang Bang. And uh, The Hollywood Handbook is also really funny, hmm. which is also on Earwolf. And, uh. Is that, it sounds like it's informative and funny. It's actually, I've only listened to a couple, but the, it's actually really a comedy podcast where these two guys whose names elude me right now, um, that's like the shtick is that they're kind of these bullshit Hollywood types. Ah, okay. And so. They're like, here's what you gotta do. Right. And it's really funny. You gotta go to Crunch Gym, you gotta get a membership. Stuff like that. And they'll have, you know, every episode is our famous friend, you know, Paula Tompkins or whomever. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's good stuff. And uh, I think that's about it lately. I, I, you know, I listen to Marin um, as most. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what I um, I listen to, uh, I like Jimmy Pardo a lot. And now that I Never don't. Never Not Funny? Yeah, now that you don't have to pay for it. Never not oh, funny. it was it was a paid one before. It was a paid completely? one before. You could get a taste for free, but uh, now he's over on Earwolf, so it's free. Mm, good. Um, a lot of pretty much almost anything on Earwolf. How did this get made? Um, who charted? Um, who charted? Depending on the guest. Guest. Clark, I love Clark I love Clark. Howard Kramer and and Kulap, but I don't pay that much attention to pop culture. I guess yeah. I do, but not enough sure to do. to listen to them all the time. Enough. <laughs> I don't, I don't really, but I just don't care who charted that, generally. Yeah. Um, Country, Sklarbro County. yeah. I like, I was, especially when Adomian's on there, he's always good. Oh my gosh. Um, so yeah. And Michael and Michael, uh, haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> it's called, um. The, uh, Issues or something like that. Topics. Topics. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a big fan of those guys going way back. And same with the Andy Daly podcast. Uh, I like Andy Daly a lot. So you listen to all those, or well, mostly, mostly Todd Glass. And you've been to downloading the other ones. Yeah, Todd Glass, though. I mean, it's so fun that I and I've gone back and started listening to it from the beginning. That's what I did with um, 
Scarborough Country mm-hmm. and with uh, Smodcast. Mm-hmm. I went back way Is back. Is that Kevin with, Smith? Yeah. Yeah. And then I went back with uh, You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes. Mm-hmm. All the way back to the beginning, and so I was catching up over the period of like that's some doing six that months. Yeah, yeah. Todd Glass will go on for a couple, he'll do like a two-hour episode. Is it just him? Or? No, he always has a guest guess, on okay. there. Yeah, you know, and they're really he did. I think he did do a three-hour episode recently that I listened to because uh, <laughs> Sam Wiles. You know Sam Wiles? Uh-uh. Sam Wiles Ganji. Yeah, Sam Wiles Ganji. <laughs> <laughs> After he got back from Mordor. Uh, he told me that he was on. <laughs> he was in the studio for a Todd Glass episode with Alan Strickland Williams, and I want to say Josh Gondelman, but I don't think that's right. Um, and so he was excited to tell me about it because he knew I liked Todd Glass a lot. And so even though it was jumping ahead for me, I went ahead and listened to that episode. But I was like, I was doing some stuff around the house, so I had it on, and it was oh, it was hilarious, yeah. It's nice. weird that those, because like, I feel like Pete Holmes, as much as I enjoy his work, I can't listen to three hours of him. <laughs> but Todd Glass, I could listen to For, three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to the new um, You Made It Weird. It's like, I didn't listen to it today, because today, all day today and all day yesterday, I was like, I'm feeling music. Because hmm. like, I can listen to podcasts and music all day while I work. Sure. And I was like, I'm really feeling music the, today and yesterday. And, um uh, do you have, like, Android phone with Google Music and all that? I have an jazz? Android, but I, I generally, I have this MP3 player, like a Sony oh, okay. knockoff of an iPod yeah. that I listen to in the car. Okay. So that's where I'll upload stuff onto that thing yeah. and, and go from there. But, <clears throat> yeah, I'm the same way. Like, I'll feel, if I'm feeling music or if I'm feeling podcasts, it just depends. And, yeah, I'm kind of in a music mood yeah. lately, so. Um, I... So Google Music has has had this habit of not knowing how to categorize the music, mm-hmm. even though it's in its own folder mm-hmm. in my music folder on my mm-hmm. computer. Mm-hmm. And so there's this gigantic album in my Google Music called Unknown Artist. Mm. Unknown Album. Yeah, I have that too. <laughs> so it's like song number one, 50 times. Mm. Song number two, 50 times. And I'm like... yeah. Uh, okay. Oh, this technology is really <laughs> albatross around our necks. White people problems, right? Oh, are you kidding me? I hate white people. <laughs> They're the worst. Oh, uh, we are. Yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, dream career, ultimate, ultimate. Like, you are gonna do this for the rest of your life, and get paid for it. What is it? Um, sperm donor? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Dream career. Um, I don't know. Honestly. Like, I don't really... No clue? Well, I mean... You're still figuring out stuff. No, I think, you... uh, I think... Well, for a long time, I wanted to be a novelist, and I still wouldn't turn that down. Um, joke talent would certainly be mm-hmm. high on that list of things to do for a living. But honestly, I mean, I've never been career-minded at all. Well, okay. <sighs> yeah, the the word career has that connotation of, yeah. like, you're stuck here. Yeah, like, yeah, This yeah. is what you're doing. Um, but uh, taking that connotation away, okay. if you could do something for the rest of your life and get paid for it and make a living doing it, yeah. what would that be? 
I mean, there's there's really there's a lot of things that I could see myself doing into perpetuity. One. One. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Because I have like four this, or five things that I want to do too. Is so strict. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's hard to really pick one. I think I would say comedy, just because. But I think a lot of that has to do with that. It's still pretty new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it does feel like something that I could do eventually for a living. Yeah. Um, but also writing. Is what I have been doing, not for a living necessarily, or but at all. As a passion on the side, like yeah. kind of thing. Which, I mean, I have been paid to do. Really? Here and there. Very That's little. Like little very, very little. gigs from... Like, I'm still owed money. Put it that way. That's how little uh, I've made Damn you, Craigslist. For, for a living. Because <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, there was... I was laid off last June, and so... And my mom had given me this book called The Well-Fed Writer. And I cracked it. I'm like, oh, okay, this will be. And she said... You broke it. Yeah, I broke it. <laughs> like a deck of cards. <laughs> and uh, and then I had to replace the book because it was broken. <laughs> Why did so I break it? I was this? a little more careful with the other copy. <laughs> but right away, it was like... It's, it, it's essentially all about how to hustle enough freelance work to, to live off of. And I just don't have that kind of hustle in me. Like, I, I understand that that's part of the gig, yeah. but I don't know, it's it's still, I feel like if I were in... It could feel a little forced, maybe. I, yeah, I don't know if it's, yeah, I don't know. It feels <laughs> to me like, the trade-off is, if you are going to be a freelancer, professional freelancer of any stripe, but in this case writing, the trade-off is you don't have a boss, you don't have to an office or any of that bullshit you have to deal with mm. but then you have to do all the legwork yep. on top of the work itself yep. so I, as much as I hate working like at a job they take care of all of that for me and say <laughs> yeah. hey do this stuff <laughs> I do this stuff and yeah, then I go yeah. home and I do whatever I want <laughs> yeah. so I'm still I'm still comfortable with that if I weren't if I I might be whistling a different tune if I did have a day job right now because I know I've felt that way before. Are you on unemployment right now? No, sadly I am not. What? And you got laid off? I got laid off in June. I was on unemployment until January. And then what? And then they cut me off. What? Apparently they cut off everyone. Like, if I I renewed... When I got unemployment, they said, okay, this is it for a year. I said, lovely. And then, so six months went by, I had to renew it. Yeah. And then two weeks later, it was New Year's, and they cut me off. And apparently they cut off everyone who was on... An extension. What? And I think there were still some hoops I could have jumped through in order to get Into the, the circus? Yeah, but... Right. <laughs> but the, the circus didn't work out, so... I was back, back to unemployment. But I had squirreled away a few bucks. I mean, I'm starting to feel the... Uh, feel the tightness a little now. Yeah, but yeah. I had managed to squirrel away a few dollars while I was working. I didn't have to touch my savings while I was collecting unemployment. That's good. So yeah, so I'm still. Are you in, looking for? You're like looking for something. Not really hard, but I I do have a line on a gig, um, which still might not come full bore until yeah, yeah. a month or two from now. But I mean, I don't. I live at my mom's, so I'm I'm okay there. No I don't live. I don't have a whole lot of bills. Um, no debts. No, I'm still paying off my student loan. I got that. But, uh, 
you know, at this point, it, that it's doesn't a great, feel it's like... It's a great feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really, I mean, I've never, you know, it's that, I think it's that very, uh, since I grew up, not rich, but certainly comfortable. Okay. I have that thing where money, where I'm like, eh. That's... Which, yeah, no, it's yeah. Not, I highly recommend it. Yeah. But it's the, <laughs> the sort of attitude that you can have about About money, money. yeah. Then, yeah, it's great. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I act like I'm owed anything, but I just don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, I have, and the other day I was like kind of freaking myself out, mm-hmm. just thinking about like, oh shit, I only have so much money to my name. Yeah. But, and I was like, eh, fucking, it'll all work. Because I mean, I can always get a job at fucking Seven Eleven or something if I mm-hmm. have to. There's yep. always options. A lot of hoops to jump through for that job. Lots of hoops. You Literal don't tell ones. me. Yep. Yeah. No, I have. I worked for. <laughs> The Seven Eleven Ringling Brothers Circus for many years, <laughs> and it's always you. going, which is the difficult thing about that. Circus. It is. It's uh, a lot of juggling. Uh, even at like two a.m., you're like, we're still doing this yeah. circus act. Why? Yeah, the old clown car and everything. <laughs> still, when are these guys going to get out? Is this car going to be emptied? I'm here for hours. It won't. It never will. Yeah, it's perpetual. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so before you came over because of Ready Player One, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of like 80s references and like yeah. Atari games and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I, uh, okay. So while I was reading mm-hmm. the first time, I haven't read it twice, but, uh, I started it a couple times and like, right. I was married and, um. Then I got divorced, but like, well, like we started reading it together, and then when when we got separated, she took the book, and I'm like, that uh, bitch. Man. <laughs> Divorce is always hardest on the children. You can take half of what's in savings, but the book. Yeah. Damn it. That's where I draw. <laughs> Absolutely. I've lost many a book in breakups, and I usually just kind of write it off. But I, I understand. In principle, it's the principle. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, the first time I started reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, like, cause you know how it's, it's all about, he leaves his fortune, he's going to leave his fortune to whoever finds the Easter egg in the online universe he created. Mm-hmm. So, um, while I was reading it, I was like, that'd be so cool if, if he like put his own Easter eggs in the book, mm-hmm. that'd be so awesome. Mm-hmm. And then I looked up online mm-hmm. And he did. Oh. But the contest was already over. Right. But then, like, as I was reading, I was just conscious of, like, trying to look for things. I didn't look at what they were because I didn't want to spoil it for myself. Right. So then as I, as I was reading, I was like, <gasps> and I noticed something. I was like, holy shit. And then I started finding different clues. And then I found this clue that led me to another thing. And then mm-hmm. there was, like, a game. And, like, oh, man. He, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, read it. Oh, all right, that's what that was leading to. I guess. Was right. <laughs> <laughs> so there a question forthcoming? Oh no! So, <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, I started playing a, a bunch of Atari games, and um, some of them were really hard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. tend to forget that. Yeah, I think because really, the really simplicity hard. of the yep. of the console and what have you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no. I remember when I was a kid. I think I was six years old when I got a twenty six hundred. How old are you? I'm 36. Okay. So this was, I'm no good at math, 40 years ago, 50 years ago? <laughs> um, 
Just about. <laughs> but I remember, I remember very clearly because it was a big deal, and I was a boy, so obviously I was very into that sort of thing. Yeah. And my grandmother's second husband, a guy named Bob, he knew the way to my grandmother's heart was to spoil the shit out of my sister and I. <laughs> and he owned like a car dealership or two, so he was okay. doing okay for himself. So I got for Christmas, I got a twenty six hundred, and spent many, many, many hours playing that but there were games like haunted house which were impenetrable to me it was almost like a role play e game uh, uh not really well, i don't know how else to describe it though one button right but there's only yeah there's only one button yeah but you had to go through the house and find clues and things of that nature and it was it was you know it wasn't like pac-man or combat or something like yeah, that yeah. it was a little more With a simple yeah yeah and uh and some of those games are just like donkey kong is anyone who's seen it's so King hard. Kong knows, yeah. It's <laughs> really, really hard. And, like, a lot of people after I saw... Have you seen that movie? Yeah, I love that so movie. So after I saw that, like, a lot of people, I was like, oh, how hard can it be? And you go back and play Donkey Kong, you're like, oh, this is fucking impossible. <laughs> how did this ever get popular? So, yeah. Um, yeah, those games were really... And I remember, like, even by the time I was uh, 9 or 10, and Nintendo was much more popular uh my grandfather had a 2600 that he pulled out of a shed somewhere and hooked it back up and my cousin and i were over there we we're like we'd rather play nintendo but since there was nothing else we played atari and we were like oh that's we love this i mean it doesn't really video games are fun regardless yeah really yeah. what what kind of console you're playing them on There's although no they're, they're way more obviously way more advanced and now. fun now, yeah. which is why I had to stop playing them all together <laughs> two years ago, because they were just taking up way too much of my time. But yeah, I still, yeah, they're great. There's some games that um, you can get through in a couple hours, but then there's a lot of re true. replay value, like, because it's just so fun. Like, yeah. Portal, I've played that game, mm -hmm. I've beaten that game maybe like five times, because mm -hmm. it's just, it's fun. Yeah, the last game that really had that effect on me was uh, Red Dead Revolver. Which Red Dead I, Redemption? No, the first one. Oh, Revolver, I haven't played either. For PS2. Okay. This is like 10 years ago, I guess. Um, I remember PS2. I have one. Yeah. I've no, I'm not trying to... No, no, no. Uh, I'm very young. How old are you, Douglas? 30. <laughs> right. Well, as an older gentleman, I can say... Um, no, Red Dead Revolver was... Was... Uh, Side scroll? No. No, uh, it, was, it was more or less like Redemption... I don't know. I haven't played that either. Is oh. it first person? It's first person. Okay. Um, it's like a story game. I don't really... I'm not as familiar with the with the terminology as you might be, but... Um, first person is... Red yeah, no, no, it is first person. Okay. With your hands <laughs> next to your face. <laughs> but, like, you're, you, you can You know what a first person shooter is, asshole? You can see your character <clears throat> most of the time. Okay. Um, so kind of like Gears of War, where it's, like, a bit yeah. backed up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Yeah. Which is another game I was hugely into from the first one, PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, Overhead. It was oh weird. Oh boy, those games were so, my my. It was remember, like Bill and Beer's basketball. Do you remember that? Yeah, game yeah, yeah. On NES. <laughs> I remember my roommate at the time. I guess this was like in two thousand, maybe ninety nine. Brought home Grand Theft Auto, oh. and I said, "Well, I'm not going to be doing anything else but <laughs> this for the next few weeks." <laughs> it wasn't even my game, but I just hijacked it from him, yeah. which he was, you know kind enough to let me do. Did you ever play the um, UK version? I think that was the only one I didn't know. That's not true. I rented... Um, I remember seeing that at Blockbuster going back. Yeah. Um, 
but I don't think I ever. I one and two I owned, and I played a lot of those. I think I rented two, and it came with. And it the came with the British yeah. version, and I was like, what? Whatever reason why then, I did not have the British version. Whenever you got busted, it was like, you're nicked. Right. <laughs> and I was like, oh, you Brits. Limeys, yeah. With their weird speak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, favorite. Uh... Oh, so you haven't played Portal? No? No, I have not. I, the last game. I played, I think, was God of War, and that was why I stopped. Because <laughs> it was... An inordinate amount of time. It was so much fun, but I got to a part, I remember this very clearly, I got to a part that I was having difficulty passing, and I think it became kind of well-known amongst video game types mm. about how this guy could punch gods in the face, but he couldn't move a fucking box. <laughs> So there's one part where you had to push a crate across the floor before these spikes came up out of the floor, yeah. jump on top of the crate and move on, and I could never do it. I could not. You, you kept getting spiked. I kept getting killed, and I remember very clearly I was working at 7-Eleven. I had about an hour and a half to kill before I went to work, so I'm like, okay, I'll play God of War. And I was getting more and more frustrated oh, yeah. and just angry, yep. and then it was time to go to work, and I'm like, oh good, now I have to go to work to a job angry. that I hate angry completely wasted that time yep. so i just i gave up i gave my roommate my playstation i said get this thing away from me <laughs> and he was more than happy to oblige and that was it i mean i'll still play an arcade game every now and again platformers or what like with uh, your technical speak <laughs> 2d like left and right up and down yeah well yeah whatever is handy yeah um, it's not that often. I mean, I think the last time I even played an arcade game was like a year ago. Mm. I went to Family Fun Center or something like that. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I haven't had a video game console of my own since then. I yeah. guess that was like 2007. Dude, I remember, uh, last time I was up in LA, on the way to the Hollywood Hotel, I was like, Oh, that says Family Arcade. And yeah. there's just arcade games in there. It's mm -hmm. so awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like the one down on the Santa Monica Pier where it's like ticket games and stuff. It was right, just, like I think it was games. like full on like... Oh, that's I tell a lie. Actually, I went to Dave and Buster's. It was probably like in December. How dare you lie on a podcast. You know, it comes really easily to me. <laughs> so I, sometimes I don't even realize I'm doing it. <laughs> and that was fun. The la I think the last uh, arcade game that really... I really, really enjoyed was the Star Wars original trilogy. Yes, that came out it was so good. Ago. It yep. was so good. Yeah. So I could, I could play that. I, I must have played that several <clears throat> times. But it was one of those games where I would just go back and start over again. Yep. I don't think there I'd ever played a Star Wars game that wasn't fun, even on the Atari. The did you Empire. play? Did you play that um, the trilogy one sitting? Yeah, there was a sitting there was one. Both. There, there was, was both. Sitting yeah, and I think most of the time it was a sitting one. Sitting was a little more immersive because it, it had was. The speakers on the yeah. back of the chair. But I wouldn't turn down the uh, standing one of either. Of course not. No. No. Um, I think the last time, I think the last time I actually played that was uh, about two summers ago. I went to go karts up in Miramar, mm -hmm. and they had a standing one there. But it was kind of goofy; like the joystick was a little uh. off. So it that. made it hard to play, but it was a nice, it was still It was fun. good enough. Yeah, it was a nice <clears throat> trip down memory lane Yeah, from the fake memories <laughs> of video games. Pixelated lane. Mm. Um, 
I was big into DDR for a while. Mm -hmm. What is that now? Dance Dance Revolution. Oh, sure, of course. Oh, D yeah. DDR. Yeah. Okay, yeah. DDR. DDR. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And um, I started playing it at first because I was like, this is the antithesis of video games. Yeah. You get exercise yeah, yeah, yeah. by playing a video game. I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. And so I was playing and playing and playing, and then I bought it for PlayStation. Mm -hmm. And um, and then I kept buying them for like PlayStation 2. Mm -hmm. And um, I lost 35 pounds oh, good for in you. three months. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I didn't even, I wasn't even doing it for that. I was just doing right. it because it was fun. And then right, I, right, right. And then I was like, oh, I think that's why that happened. Yeah, no, I, 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 there's certainly no doubt in my mind that that's part of the popularity of that game was that it allowed you to be active and also not have to interact with other human beings, <laughs> which is always, to me, the appeal of video yeah. games. Um, but no, yeah, that, that actually kind of passed me by, that craze, because yeah. it's weird. I have very little... <clears throat> um, reservation about public humiliation like i i'm not <laughs> a real shrinking violet but when it comes to certain things i'm yeah. like i don't i look like a fucking idiot playing <laughs> something like that well there were like, people who would go be and they had like moves oh yeah and that I was, was like what intimidated that is so dumb like i i saw those people playing and i was like you're stupid like <laughs> like you're i thought that too but it was out of jealousy i was like look at this fucking jerk off <laughs> But really, my in my mind, I was like, I wish I was that. <laughs> See, mine wasn't out of jealousy. Mine was out of uh, a purism for, well, okay. the, for the game. Fair I was enough. like, I go to the arcade to play the game because it's fun. I don't go there to do exercise. I don't like go to fucking show man. off for all these people. That's true. Jumping through hoops. That's true. Go to Seven Eleven if you want to do that. Those guys got a lot of pussy, though. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that. Why wouldn't they? All that DDR pussy. Ooh boy. <laughs> sweet as sweet can be. <laughs> From what I've heard, I haven't actually had any, sadly. Um, but yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah, so the, um, what I was getting at with the broken joystick, mm. for DDR, like sometimes I would go and people had like smashed the shit out of one, right. of, the, one of the arrows and so it didn't work as well. And I'm like, well, that sucks, doesn't work. And your old night's just shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd play at home, and I'm like, see, this is how it should work. Did it, so did it translate from, because uh, I, I always felt like a game that wouldn't be as fun at home. Oh, it's it's just as fun at, yeah. at home. Yeah. Would they give you, like, a um, map or something? Well, what it is is you can buy, like, a bunch of different kinds. Like, the one I had at first was, like, this really thin material, which mm -hmm. you would think would just, like, break right away, but it lasted a while. Mm -hmm. But the sucky thing about it was it would slide. Mm. Because you're sure you're doing your dance moves. Mm -hmm. I did air Quote quotes unquote. right there. Yep, um, and you're sliding it all over. Mm -hmm. And then I was, and then I upgraded to this one that's like had a foam insert, so it's like a little heavier, right. a little more steady, but it still slides. Right, right. Um, there's this company called Cobalt Flux, mm -hmm. and they came out with a shout uh, out. <laughs> yeah, Cobalt Flux. I'm sure they're still around. Um, they came out with this, like, plexiglass, like, really nice, it didn't move while you played. Mm -hmm. You probably should play with shoes on, because if you don't, like, the edges of the plexiglass weren't, um, covered, mm -hmm. so you would, like, cut your yeah, socks up and stuff, right. and, um, my buddy Gary had some of those. Mm -hmm. He had two of them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, wait, he might have just had one. But anyway, nope, he had two. Okay. I'm glad we got that squared away. Yeah, I know. 
Um, but we would we would play, just play DDR, hanging out, play DDR for a couple hours, and then it's like, all right, see you, man. Right. Yeah. yeah that's fun. Of course. <laughs> How did we get there? There was a lot of tangents. There was. I think I don't. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Video games, Ready Player One. I think mm. that's where. That probably. Yeah. Um, I have like three questions that I usually ask. Okay. It's uh nope. Got that. Look at a note. Even though you usually ask them. You know what? Let me tell you how to run your show. You know what? Yeah. I have post-its all over. If you you can't tell, I have a terrible memory. No. You're fine. You're doing fine. (laughs) You're doing a bang-up job. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) I forgot it already. No answer. Yeah, yeah. What is your favorite part about doing stand-up? My favorite part about doing stand-up. Yeah. Uh, jeez. I don't know, man. I just, I just like jokes, and I always have, so there's really... Cause there's, uh, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, like, there's, like, a communal feel. There's, like, a... Yeah, uh, that's nice. Reaching out feel. There's a... Yeah, I don't care for that. <laughs> <laughs> there's the... There's the feel good from everyone else feeling good and laughing. Yeah, that's that's definitely a plus. I don't. I think. Oh, how do I want to say this? Personally, my favorite part is coming up with something that I find funny, and then people agreeing with that. Yeah. I don't know how else to phrase that without sounding more like a robot. <laughs> um, but there's. Stand-up's been something that I've been wanting to do since I was a, a little kid, and it's something that I've uh, studied and analyzed and loved in and, and every way except actually doing it mm-hmm. up until recently. So, so far, that's, like, my biggest, my biggest worry before I actually went up was that I would actually suck, which I think is probably everyone's yeah, of course. fear. And the, and the notion that I don't actually suck... If that's a great relief. That was like a, the first time I went up. I actually had a pretty okay set. You killed. No, I wouldn't go that far. You destroyed. Well, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. But yeah, it did. It did go a lot better than anyone going up the first time deserves to have. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, was there a lot of support in the crowd? Like, was there a lot of friends there? And no, I hadn't told any of my. Friends that I was, do- I told my friends that I was going to start doing it, but I hadn't told any of them where I was going or when I was going to do it. Where so was your first time? At the American Comedy Company oh, downtown. San I still Diego, haven't. California. I still haven't done. I highly recommend it. I want. I recommend it to myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, you should I, listen to yourself <laughs> for once. Um, I have no money. That's why I do the podcast well, here. Free. That's why I do the to drive. I have no money to drive down there. Yeah, it's kind of a haul for you. Yeah, I'm um, so I'm so poor at this point. Like, I have I have a little savings that I've been tucking away for mm-hmm. when I move. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just act like that money doesn't exist. Sure. And then I just live on because I have a bunch of bills. Like I have right. phone. I pay, like we split the internet and um, electricity and whatever. But then I have my car payment, which I just made my last payment oh, a couple of days ago. Top, yeah. yeah, thank you. I'm a Wanna smash a uh, champagne bottle? Is that what it is? I guess so. Champagne you glass? drive a ship? 
Yeah. Drive a cruise ship? Yep. Yep. No wonder your pain been so long. <laughs> no, the Mazel Tov, don't they put a like a champagne glass? Oh, and smash that's it? yeah. That's at a wedding. Yeah, Mazel Tov. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a general. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> it's a mitzvah. You're no, really... I don't know. What are you? <laughs> I don't know if you were. I'm not even Jewish. I don't even know. Why. No, me neither. Right. I'm I'm one of the Mormons you heard so much. About. I have. Yeah, I knew that. Yep. And yet I still came up here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Snuck you in. <sighs> um. This was a trap. Uh, so well played. I forgot. Oh yeah, bills. So I have like uh, a couple credit cards, like a loan, and just mm-hmm. stuff that I've been paying off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I've been diligent about it. Sure. And because I've been like, I can't really leave North County. Yeah. But once a month, like I, I allow myself the once a month to like go up to L.A. and yeah. do the mixer thingy. And I mean, you're about as close to L.A. as you are to San Diego, right? From here. No. No. Uh, I'd say another another half hour north, and then the, it'd be it'd like split the distance. I think. That's still. I mean. I'm like thirty five minutes from San Diego. Forty forty. Thirty five minutes from San Diego. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I guess that sounds about right. Maybe 40 minutes. Yeah, I think it's probably like closer. But yeah, that. L.A. is like without traffic, with like zero traffic, I can get there in like an hour and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but with traffic, it's like... Which is usually the case. Uh, no, not... No? Like the times that I've gone up, I, I leave early. I leave at like um, 9.30 or 10. Oh, okay. So that there's no traffic. Yeah. And it's on a Saturday, and so... Yeah, okay, well that's different. Then. Um, yeah. Because I hate hate getting stuck in traffic where you're just like, oh, this is just because there's lots of cars? Yeah. Why aren't these cars driving better? <laughs> I don't know. Why it's are there old people driving? One of the mysteries of the universe, Douglas. Uh, it's the, it's one of the, uh, it makes me so mad. Mm. I'm, I'm doing a, I'm working on like a solid bit on like just how, how much traffic. About can... traffic? Yeah. Wow, you It's been done to death. No, I'm a, I'm, I'm a genius, I know. <laughs> Um, I'm kind of unique that way. Sure. Yeah. Sure, you're the traffic, voice of a generation. Is what traffic, you are. uh, I, I was thinking of doing relationships. Too. What? Yeah. You're going to take on relationships uh, and traffic? Yeah. Man, you're a better man than me, Gagadin. Yeah, I know. Uh, maybe, maybe at some point, um, relationships in, while in traffic. Wow. <sighs> yeah. Airplane food, I'm thinking of going into that too. <laughs> <laughs> What's the deal? Uh, I got, my first plane flight actually was on Delta and I liked the food. Mm. It was really good. Mm-hmm. They were like, you have a choice of like um, some like salmon filet I don't remember or filet mignon and I was like, well, yeah, I think, yeah. I think all the years of comedians just really putting it to those airlines <laughs> with their food, they were like, you guys, fine, we're not gonna do food we're anymore. Losing business, we're bleeding dollars. <laughs> Nobody's flying on airplanes because these comedians won't lay off of our food. We gotta do something. Yeah, so I had Follette Mignon for the first time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was pretty good. Very intercontinental of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I like to mix it up. You hey. Know, go French every once in a while. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. You gotta treat yourself. <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you have a podcast. I do. I share it with uh, Jeffrey Burner. Uh-huh. And it's called If I'm Louder, I'm Right. Okay. Wasn't, and, uh, wasn't looking for a plug here. Weren't you? I completely <laughs> misread that signal. <laughs> No idea. All right, fair enough. I'm just kidding. No, oh, okay. Yeah. You again <laughs> got me. I've been just gulped. Make, just making you jump through hoops, you know? Yeah. Well, fair enough. All day. 
Are you? Re- I've been meaning to ask. Actually, are you related to Robert Culp at all? I might be. Yeah. Because if there's a Culp out there, like we might be related. Somehow. It doesn't seem like that common of a name. It's not. Do you know who Robert Culp is? Yeah, he was an actor. I yeah. don't think I've seen anything he's been in, but yeah, yeah. Um, he and well, he and Bill. Co- he's mostly known for I Spy, which was a TV show with he and, okay. and Bill Cosby. Okay. And then they also did a movie together called Hickey and Boggs. Hmm. Super good. Okay. Comedy. It's more of it's kind of like an action comedy. Okay. And it actually gets kind of dark towards the end, but they were a really good team. And that Hickey and Boggs is also the only movie that Culp ever directed, if I'm not mistaken. Hmm. So yeah, I'd highly recommend that. He did. I think he was also on The Greatest American Hero. If I'm not mistaken, did you ever I see that? No, I know what it's about. Like he has this suit that he finds. Yeah, and like he, William Cat. There's no plays instructions. This, this uh, yeah. <laughs> this superhero is like kind of accidentally out of his saving elements. people. And... I was a, I loved the show when I was a little kid. I haven't watched it since. I don't know if it's held up, but the theme music alone really makes it worth your while. And I'm pretty sure Culp was like his mentor on that. Huh. But yeah, in general. But anyway, you were saying. Oh yeah, you were talking about. How I was not to plug my own podcast. (laughs) Now I remember. (laughs) No, no, plug away. Uh, What's it? What's it about? Like you guys take a topic. Three topics per episode. Three topics. Yeah. And you argue them. Yes, and they're made up. (laughs) Topics. They're not real. Oh, okay. Yeah. So give me an example of one of the topics. As soon as you ask me, they even go right out of my head. I think in the last episode we recorded... Like bovine abortion. Something, yeah. <laughs> stuff like that would not be out. I think the la- one of the topics in the last episode we recorded with uh, Jaleesa Johnson was uh, should animals... Like animals used to be, in the 1800s, used to be tried as citizens for crimes. <laughs> which I think is, is a true real? thing. <laughs> I don't know, like, because we try to get the moderator... We have a moderator for every episode, and we try to get them to bring the topics. Mm-hmm. So it, it has their it has their mark on it, sort of so to speak. And, that's um, cool. So I don't know if that's true, but I do know that there is a town. A friend of mine named Paul Brazil is a writer. Um, His last name is the country. Yeah, well, it's with two L's, but other than that, oh, very cool. similar. Yes. Cool. And uh, he's from a town in England where they actually hung a monkey once upon a time. So, and I don't remember the story behind that, but you can Google that. That's a true thing. Wow. And, uh, so anyway, the topic was, should animals be tried as citizens? And so, Bernard Of course and I, they should. <laughs> that was the side <laughs> I took. No, I took the opposing side, they should not be. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, a fake debate podcast is how we, yeah. how we describe it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, that's crazy, that would be crazy to try, <laughs> I just imagine, like, a dog on the stand, mm-hmm. and, like, putting his paw on a Bible. <laughs> Right. Well, he's got you got to swear him. Man. He's a citizen. And then just when you're expecting him to bark for saying yes, he goes yes, and then you're like, "What the hell?" And the rules start to change. Things get weird. Yeah. And then it's uh, definitely against the law when he starts humping that lady. I don't know that that's against the law if it's consensual. <laughs> so now you're getting into a gray area, which is all that dogs can see. Okay, alright. <laughs> oh, am I getting too no, controversial no, with no, the dog jokes? No, this is good. This, okay. is, this is the area that mm. we should go to. I think so. <laughs> I agree. And you know, I'm a little colorblind. Are you? But just a I am bit. also, actually. It's like just a little bit. Like, 
I see reds and greens just fine. I see, like, the whole color spectrum just fine. It's when it gets to, like, really dark blue mm -hmm. and black and mm -hmm. purples, that's where I'm like, can you shine a brighter light? Yeah. <laughs> like, is there a really bright light I can look at? I have, the, I have a similar thing with red and green where I don't see red or green very well, but only at night. Really? Or, like, like yeah, I had no idea that I was at all colorblind until a few years ago. And I've been going to the optometrist. I've been wearing glasses since I was 16. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've been to the optometrist more than once. Yeah. And then I think the last time I went, which was a while ago, like 07 or so, they were running their tests on me and stuff. And she went, oh, yeah, you're colorblind, by the way. <laughs> but now I'm like, well, I can see colors. <laughs> yeah, but like red and green I have trouble with, apparently. But I noticed that at night... If I go to park somewhere, especially like if it's just rained, uh -huh. I can't tell a red curb from a wet curb. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, that's. I mean, it's like really dark. Then I'm too. just. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. But I mean, a, a woman with a degree once told me that I can't see red and green very well, <laughs> so I'm, I'm inclined to take her position since she knows more about my eyeballs have you, than have, I do. Have you taken the colorblind test? Like the, I'm assuming that's what I took. The circle things? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. What do you see here? What do yes. you see here? Um, I took that when I got off the Mormon mission um, because I, um, while while on the mission I was wearing glasses mm -hmm. and I had two pair and um, one of the pairs got scuffed up so I switched to the other pair and then that pair got scuffed up. Yeah, those missions are not like, yeah. serious business. Oof, unforgiving. Like, it makes it sound like a secret agent. <laughs> it's on a mission for the Mormons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not far off the mark. <laughs> what I understand of the Mormon religion. No, there there was like no secrecy in the mission. Um, but so the second pair got scuffed up, and I was like, I can't really mm -hmm. see through these anymore. Mm -hmm. So I went to the, um, I'm gonna call it an optometrist. Okay. With air quotes. Because <laughs> there was a uh, a Costco type place, which if I would have gotten the lenses replaced there, it would have been like way expensive mm -hmm. and I got a second opinion at this other place and they were like yeah like 200 pesos or something which is which around the time was you were in Mexico for this mission no they have Dominican pesos are you not allowed to talk about this mission I don't know if it's for for your eyes only <laughs> or your optometrist <laughs> eyes only, only. <laughs> yes that was very good yeah <laughs> so pesos and I was just like yeah okay. you were in the Dominican Republic for this okay. mm -hmm. yeah and so um, got it done there. It was going to take them like five days. And so I was like, all right. So during these five days, I just was walking around without glasses. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can see fine. Because mm -hmm. I'm near, or no, I'm farsighted. Yeah, me too. Which is correctable. Yeah. And um, so then I got, then when I got the glasses back, I would put them on and like they, they shaved the lenses like way too thick mm -hmm. and so one of them kept popping out mm -hmm. and I was just like I'm not gonna wear these anymore and mm -hmm. then so then I went to the eye doctor and the eye doctor was like yeah you have 20-20 vision like your vision has been corrected and I was oh. like that's, that's awesome nice. yeah, and then sure. they were like I don't have <laughs> they were like you're also also you're colorblind and I was like what but you're not entirely colorblind right right yeah same here yeah, yeah my my vision is not that poor I'm far, I'm also, wait, what is, is farsighted where you can't see far away? Well, you can see far away. Okay, so then I'm nearsighted. Okay. Nearsighted is the one that's, like, degenerative and it gets, like, a little worse and worse. Yeah, and as you... I think mine has certainly gotten worse. Well, I know when I first got, when I first got glasses, I was 16, and I just, I had been noticing that I had trouble, like, I was squinting at things far away. Yeah. 
And so my mom took me to the lens crafters or something, and they were like, yeah, I mean, like, it's not terrible, mm -hmm. but we'll, you know, give you some glasses. And I was like, yeah. And then it just cleared up my vision so much. I was like, oh, wow, I can see. <laughs> Night and day. And then when I actually eventually went to get my driver's license a couple of years later, I take this test without my glasses, and I didn't pass. I was oh, like, oh, am I that? So it's not, and now it's, they did tell me when I got them, they're like, you shouldn't wear them while you're reading, because that'll just, you know. Make your eyes make tired, them. or? Yeah, well, it'll make, I think stress, uh, it's kind of had the, uh, yeah, that they, this is fascinating. <laughs> this podcasting. Is, this is what podcasting is hey, all about. what about Calloway's vision? <laughs> yep. Let's hear about, not what he sees for himself in the future, but his literal vision. <laughs> Yeah, basically okay. my, because people will do that <laughs> stupid thing where they're like, oh, let me see your glasses. And then they yep. go, oh, you're not that yep. blind. And I go, who said that? Because eh, I can't see over there. <laughs> uh, so no, they're not that, my eyesight's not that bad, but I do, I would rather be able to see better than, than to not wear them. Plus it makes me look smarter than I actually am, yeah. which is invaluable. You're a scholar, strategically. right? Strategically. You could say that. <laughs> What's the uh, a merit scholar? Uh, um, I don't have any merit. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, there's a term like something scholar, and they they like get money just for like being smart. Or oh yeah, like a road scholar or something. Road like road. Yeah. Like R H O D E. Yeah yeah. Okay. I think is it's that, a specific. That based on that's a type of merit scholar. I think. Okay. I'm not smart enough to know what a rogue scholar <laughs> exactly is. But yeah, it's not a rogue You get like scholar. grants. No, no. A scholar just got off the, <laughs> yeah. on his own. A loose cannon scholar. I used to learn from books <laughs> and classes. And now I learn from life. <laughs> I'm no, a I'm rogue. not. I don't get any kind of. No. That would be nice. I mean, I had intended to go to grad school and eventually become a professor, but that was 10 years ago, I don't think. I mean, it's not out of the question. But is it something that you would be able to love for the rest of your life? I don't think so. I don't. I, I. I'm sure I could get used to it. I think I'd rather do something in academia than in the private sector. But uh, now, private sector means business, right? Right. <laughs> I'm using Ghostbusters terminology. Yeah. You've never worked in the private sector. Oh yeah. <laughs> they expect results. Do you have any idea how much a patent clerk earns? No. <laughs> That's one of my favorite exchanges. I love that. The, my favorite quote from that movie is um, Venkman with uh, oh, of course. Human Sacrifice. Dogs, Dogs and cats, cats living together. Mysteria. Yeah. <laughs> have you been reading the uh, Ghostbusters comic published by uh, no. IDW? It's uh, really good. I'm not um, caught up on it. I was reading the trades. And uh, I have read the first three. Or, I have like the first six, but I've only read like the first three. I'm okay. really behind on my reading in general. It's really good. It's a real nice mix of the Old, movie yeah. and of the of the cartoon. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very is Slimer is Slimer like a companion. Slimer's not in. No, they oh. they wisely I think wrote that out okay. of the comics. Um, is it a little? Is it kind of dark? It's kind of dark. Yeah. Cool. They'll do stuff like the actual backstory of Tobin of Tobin's Spirit Guide. And stuff Whoa. like that. So yeah, it, but it's also it's still. I mean, I've read. There hasn't been a ton of who wrote who writes uh, them. I want to say his name is Eric Burnham, but I could be wrong. Anthony Burnham. I'm pretty sure Burnham is his last name. Bo Burnham. It's Bo Burnham. <laughs> Comedian. All right, that's right. Uh, 
It, no, but it's really good. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend that. Because I've read other... I, like, I don't even really like the second movie at all. Which I know is... At all, at all? Like, See, I, yeah, it's weird that that's become as beloved as it has. It's not, like, it's not the first movie. Definitely. No. But I... But it's, it's not, not even not, a very good movie. But it's not Back to the Future think. 3, you know? See, I prefer Back to the Future 3. Really? To Ghostbusters 2, I do. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, well, a lot of loose ends are tied up. No, I don't think any loose ends are tied up. For one thing, I Before like... Before they're exploded. You didn't let me finish. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I like westerns, so there's that. Okay. All right. Um, I also... What are those? Nikkei? What? When when he walks into the saloon and he's wearing his Nikes... Oh, Nikkei, yes, of course. Okay. That part made me mad as a child. I was like, why wouldn't they read it Nike? <laughs> Nike, or like, Nikki, but I mean, Nikkei? Given, I was given like, the, uh, nope. the high levels of illiteracy in the Old West, I'm surprised you could read it at all. Yeah. Um, no, I, liked, I liked the third one. Maybe they were Spanish. Maybe it was a Spanish Maybe, West. yeah. That's probably actually more likely. Que es eso, Nikkei? Yeah, that would be, that would make more sense. Um, I don't know, like the second, actually the, okay, the Back of the Future trilogy those two sequels are completely not necessary. Like, the first movie really is all you need, Okay. I would say. Okay. And the same with Ghostbusters. The first one's all you need. And then, like, I don't know, man. I, I watched the second one. I rewatched it. I saw the theater when it came out. Ghostbusters? I was so excited. Ghostbusters are... I, uh... I saw both Ghostbusters in the theater Okay. when they came out. I was only six from maybe... I think that was the summer I turned seven years old. I was 84. So, yeah, so I would have awesome. been seven. Oh, it was phenomenal. That was a great summer. Ghostbusters, Gremlins, and Raiders. This last Halloween, they summer. played Ghostbusters in the theater, and I missed I it. I did. I went to that. No, I, they played it uh, in, in 2012, I oh, believe. Oh, okay, went, okay, they, yeah, They yeah. re-released it in the theaters. I went, that was the first time I had seen it. was summer of separation. On the big screen. Oh, was it? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that no. was actually, I went through a pretty bad breakup that same summer. It was, like, the best thing that's ever happened to me. Well, they, you know, these things usually are. Yeah. Douglas. Yeah. I mean, I give up on <laughs> You're moving on to the big city now. You don't have to worry about that. Were you actually married? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, married for just over eight months. Oh, wow. Yeah. That was a long one. Yeah. How long were you together, all uh, told? It was like nine months together. Before, you... No, no, no. Nine months together before getting uh, married. So for a total of just under two years. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> why would you marry someone you'd only been dating for nine months well, who well, am I to say that's actually, know. that's actually you know my grandparents have been married for over 30 years and uh, they only dated for le much less than that about a couple months at the outside but that was also a different time yeah where it was like where, if I don't get married I'll die well I don't know if it's that because it was my, grand it was married, my grandfather's die. second marriage die? Huh? <laughs> your grandfather is a man. Is that what you just asked? No, I said die. Because <laughs> I was trying to stress the, if I don't get married, I'll die. Oh, right. Anyway, go on. Right, well done. <laughs> I'm so sorry for stepping all over your, your brilliant My stuff. terrible yeah. punchlines. Um, <laughs> so it was my grandfather's second marriage, and I was with my, she's not technically my grandmother, she's my grandma, my grandfather's second wife. Step-grandma. Yes, but they were married before I was born, so I've had okay. three grandmothers when I was Um... It was her second marriage too, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, she's you a had lot three grandmothers. Oh, because because I have a I have a step grandmother, but since I was raised, they were married before I was even born. So it's like she's always been my grandmother. So she was uh, 
she so she wasn't married to your grandpa, but like she was around. Like no, she, she was married to him. She's still married to him. No, the the other one that's not your. Yes, second. my other grandmother. They they are not. They have not. Yes, they're separated. But she's around, like still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, kind of an untraditional family. Yeah, that it's a it's sort of a modern family, if you will. It I, you will. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. They're, it's it was a different yeah I I still think they're a product of a different time yeah so that that probably has a lot to do with it I mean but yeah I mean, so what? With, you got married after nine months that's not a thing okay. to to be fair and Good when months. I say that I just mean let me explain okay <laughs> you can just say that you don't have to, <laughs> don't have to demarcate fairness no I know uh, so Mark in the Mormon in the Mormon world dating for nine months before that is getting a long married time, isn't it is a long time okay. yeah uh, there's a lot of a lot of so she like, was Mormon as well. Yeah. Are you still a practicing Mormon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How's that working out for you? Uh, I mean, you know, I go to church every week and. Uh, Do you really? Yeah. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, not. I mean, I'm not. Not in, in the a, in the comedy world. In a com- That's what I mean. It, it's not yeah. for me to judge. I mean, personally, I think it's completely insane. <laughs> but in the yeah, it's in the comedy or even really in any sort of artistic creative space most people are unaffiliated spiritually yeah i think it's fair to say so yeah it's it's a bit weird yeah Yeah. it's different but i mean it's not like i mean i still do lots of drugs oh well of course heavy drugs oh well obviously (laughs) you drink coffee isn't that a big no-no that's not that's not coffee it's mountain dew oh that's still i thought caffeine was a thing you're not allowed to have am i wrong that's a that's a misconception oh but then there's like glad we cleared that up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Again, no one's hearing this. Right. Uh, <laughs> How long have we been going on at this battering? Um, I don't know. Probably about an hour. Oh, boy. Can't let's, imagine anyone. Let's, uh, let's find out. You do tend to do the Pete Holmes thing where you're... Yeah. A little over an hour. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating um, stuff so far. <laughs> yeah. So the, so the caffeine thing, that was a misnomer. That was a misunderstanding. But there's a lot of, like... There's a big spectrum of Mormons out there. Oh, right. There's ones who, like, I mean, I'll, I'll watch the rated R movies because, you know, they're great. Sure. You know? Sure, sure. Yeah, and uh, I swear, as you've heard. Yes. Literally. here. I'm meaning to speak to you about that. <laughs> <laughs> you should speak to your church leaders the, about that. The LDS had me come down here and talk to you about. <laughs> that's what this was about? That's what this was about. And I set it up, too. That's the, that's the uh, genius of the whole thing, I think. <laughs> Completely off guard. You thought you were pulling the strings, but like that Iron Maiden cover, album cover. The strings are being pulled. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then there's uh, Morms who will. Um... Morms. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I like to think that I coined that term, but I don't think I did. Okay. Well, um, why not? It's your podcast. Yeah. Or whatever of course, I I coined the term Morms. <clears throat> uh, so there's Morms who will. Like, stay completely away from, like, anything that's suggestive in any way. Sure. Sexually suggestive or violent. Um, any kind of language, like, they'll just stay away. And, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of isolating. I would imagine so. Because the rest of the world, like, is in it, you things, know? Things move along, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? do? Watch turns. Blade for the first time this so. year. Really? Yep. Well, you didn't miss much. <laughs> I fell 
asleep during that movie. I didn't watch, bother. Watch Lethal Weapon for the first time two years ago. Yeah, that might be something to do. That movie's good. Die Hard for the first time two but, years ago. But, Jimmy, you watched Ghostbusters as a lad then, no? Or no? Yeah. 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 Uh, so that's PG-13. That's, so that's, that's where my parents, right. oh, yeah, that's enough, yeah. my parents drew the line. My parents drew the line at PG-13. Um, and, yeah, so I, it's, there's so many movies where I just haven't seen them where mm-hmm. people are like, really? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Godfather and uh, yeah. um, others. Well, I, mean, I think that's admirable that you can uh, maintain your faith and, and recognize that there are some rules that you can bend and you're not going to be any of the worst aware for it. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make me a bad dude. It doesn't make me a bad Mormon. It's just like... Well, it makes you a bad Mormon. <laughs> but it certainly doesn't make you a bad dude. No. I mean, if I'm... That's, who am I to say? I'm not in charge. You're of in charge, Mormons. apparently. Oh, well, I'm just an agent for that. <laughs> I just kind of freelance. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. See, that's, that, that's the whole thing with the religion stuff was the rules that I was like, well, this doesn't make any... You're like, uh, really? But I mean, I was fortunate enough to not really be raised with any kind of religion, so it wasn't. It was easy for me to kind of not not affiliate. Yeah, yeah. So you're saying that you haven't really felt anything? That's entirely true. <laughs> I'm dead inside, and I gotta tell you, I highly recommend it. It feels great. It feels. It per- feels actually, no, it doesn't feel. Great. <laughs> it doesn't feel. It doesn't feel anything at all. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm better off for it. listening to Pete Holmes where they're talking about like him doing mushrooms and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you done mushrooms? I have not. I'm not I very uh, experienced with drugs. Nor am I. Um, so, what? <laughs> uh, what? Being the, the Mormon, psych- what? I think the psychedelics in particular I've always shied away from because I always felt like I had such a little, I had such a tenuous grip on sanity as it was. Mm. That I was nervous about. I mean, I mean, I'm becoming less so as I. Do you get have older. anxiety? Um, not really. Um, Do you have anti-anxiety? I have. Well, I, I, <laughs> I was diagnosed with depression a few years ago. Uh-huh. Not like really serious, but enough to where I sought help. And I so, just imagine the doctor going, "You're, you're kind of depressed." Yeah, they're like, <laughs> "Hey, you're alright." <laughs> um, and it, it really was. It was. It didn't take much to kind of come out of it. Fortunately, because you so, realized what was going on, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe and, like, uh, made it. So, I, like any anxiety that I felt was more. It was actually more clinically speaking a symptom of depression, which so, came from just you know the life, horribleness just... of life, <laughs> the horror that is this existence. Uh, yeah, you know the huge, the huge. <laughs> But, uh, where did, where did that bird walk come from? Um, Depression and, um, uh, diagnosed. Let's go to the playback. Can we get a replay, please? I don't, so yeah, I, I guess, I don't know what the hell I was, where we got off on that tangent. Oh, depression. Yeah. A couple of years ago. Uh-huh. It's closer to like five years ago now, I guess. Okay. Yeah. So, there was a point that I was trying to get at, though. <laughs> oddly enough. Oh, drugs. Oh, right. The so, yeah. Psychedelic um, drugs. I wa- I, no, I wouldn't say I was anxious per se, but just... Uh, 
I've always been kind of... Uh, Probably would have brought you down more, right? If you see, had... I don't know. Yeah, that's just it. I think I'm in a better mindset now to try psychedelic drugs. I'm not uh, chomping at the bit to do so. <laughs> um, You're so excited. Look but I wouldn't... I don't think I would... I don't think... If the if the situation... Like, I remember a few... Okay, so, like, around 2007. Yeah, it was summer 2007. I was in a band called Slab City, and we toured through Mexico for a what week. What do you play? I was the lead singer, quote-unquote. The dynamic front man. Quote it was a punk band, so I was like the vocalist, for lack of a better term. Not a singer in any kind of traditional sense. I mean... Lead singer is the lead singer. Right. Front, so it was my man. job, basically, to have sex with all the uh, groupies. <laughs> we were in Mexico for about a week, and then most of, like, half of the guys were going to stay and hang out in town for, or in, in the country for a while, and do peyote, and they were like, yeah, you should do this, and I was like, <laughs> But if that were to happen now, I'd probably be, You'd be more like, inclined all right. to give it yeah. a go, yeah. But as it is, I have am, a spirit uh, journey. I don't even drink anymore now, so hmm. I think my days of experimentation. Like I've done, I've smoked pot, not my thing. The pot, the pots, the, the marijuana. I don't enjoy. Um, did, it it make, my, did it make you paranoid? It uh, it does. It is tends it? to, so, which heard, is why I don't. But it can go one way or the other. Which yeah. Is like I think. Well, I think paranoia is a pretty uh, general symptom just that most people who enjoy pot are able to overcome that hmm. enough to continue that's the impression i get anyway um i mean i've had good times smoking marijuana cigarettes but <laughs> jazz cigarettes generally yeah generally speaking <laughs> not my thing i was a big drinker for many years hmm. so that was my vice of choice and then i like around when i turned 30 i just kind of you're like all right off. it's out of my system yeah yeah, I think most Literally because in high school I was very straight laced, and uh, once I got out of my parents' house, that was when I kind of let let the wild man loose, so let, to speak. Let the freak flag fly. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I raised it, saluted it, and then vomited on it shortly afterwards. Um, so yeah, by the time I was thirty, thirty one, I kind of scaled back, and then like around Halloween, this past Halloween, I was just like, ah, fuck it, I'm not going to even hmm. bother. So, yeah. So it was I mean, a conscious, like, you're just like, I'm, I don't drink anymore. Yeah, or... it was fairly, I got pulled over, Ooh. and I was four beers deep, which wasn't anything I couldn't handle, mm -hmm. but I could have been easily popped. And I think the cop, he made a show, at least, of thinking about taking me in, mm -hmm. and I was like, if just your aim you. is to scare me, it's very effective, you're, you're really doing it. Yeah. And I was only, like, two blocks from my house. So he let me slide, I got home changed my underwear, and then went to sleep. <laughs> and then when I woke up, I was hung over off of four beers. Was like my oh. tolerance is at was, you know, the lowest recorded level. So I was like, you know what? you got to either start this. drinking a lot more. Right. Or <laughs> and it was just like, it, so it was, a, it, was an, a, it was an amalgamation of things. It was like, I was already, and I remember at that time I was pretty depressed. So I'm like, drink, drinking's not helping. Oh. Um, that was actually why I'd scaled back in the first place was like, I was like, I should only drink when I'm enjoying myself. So I stopped drinking. Because <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't enjoying Because, yeah, myself. generally speaking, I was just kind of not having a good time. And then, um, so yeah, then it was that close call, which was not my first. I had been pulled over and, you know, various states of inebriation over the years. Mm. I'd driven, I've driven 
completely wasted, which is well, not a good idea, well, obviously. And it's not something I admit. I've, I've heard stories where it's just like, yeah, it's ooh. it's really really fucking dangerous. And at the time, even then, even the next day, I go, oh, I'm not doing that again. Um, and then you do it again. Then I do it again. <laughs> I mean, I didn't make. I don't think I made a habit. I'm not trying to make excuses for myself. I just certainly didn't make out a habit. My, I mean, I was my father uh, drank, you know, a lot. Yeah. Eh, I mean, he was a big beer drinker. I don't know. I mean, most of my friends' dads were the same way. So mm-hmm. I can't. I'm really still kind of hard pressed to to call him an alcoholic or whatever. Yeah. But I was ten or eleven before I realized you weren't supposed to drive around with an open beer. Like, my, my dad would just do that as a matter Functional of course. Functional alcoholic. Yeah, you could say that. And, uh, so, yeah, I didn't have the best example growing up as far <laughs> as that sort of, uh, responsibility goes. But, I mean, there are, I still think there are, I, I would still say that there are areas, because you can drive when you've had a few. Like, the limits that the, the law places are it's, not very realistic. They're not, it's certainly not something you can, across the board, say... You can only function this with this much alcohol in your system. If you, um, I've heard of like people blowing like below the legal limit or whatever. Mm-hmm. What does that do? Like, do is the cop still like pissed and like you get a DUI? I don't or, think like, so. If it's yeah, if it's below the legal limit, then you're not breaking the law. But right. I don't think I don't think I've never had to do thankfully a breathalyzer test, which is actually in California, if I'm not mistaken, you don't have to do that. But they can haul you to jail. And they can also say, all right, do the field sobriety test. Right, there's other, yeah. So, but fortunately, every time, oftentimes when I was pulled over while buzzed at the very least, they would give you the kind of the eye, like follow their finger test, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, and I noticed every time I've been pulled, I'd sober right up. Like, because that shock of seeing those lights behind you will, yeah, will definitely take at least the sleepiness out of your eyes. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, generally speaking, uh, it's, it's uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of, I don't even care anymore because I just don't drink anymore. <laughs> it's not, Actually, it's really nice. That, that's one of the nicer things about not drinking anymore is that I just don't have to worry about it. Yeah. You just have to schedule, you have to kind of schedule what you're going to do around oh, getting hammered. Around it, yeah. And uh, Maybe get I don't a have... Maybe or whatever. Yeah, and so now I can go out. I can, like, if I'm driving home late at night and I accidentally swerve, I don't have to worry about it. It's yep. like, if I get pulled over, I'm yeah. not that... Yeah, so that's oh, definitely sorry, it was just, a lot yeah. less anxiety. It does make for some boring evenings, I will say that. You know... But, you I've, know, what are you going to do? I've never, I've never... Okay, there was this one time where I accidentally had, like, this much in mm-hmm. a foam cup. And, um... Because I was told it was punch. I was told there was absolutely no alcohol in it. By this girl whose party it wasn't. Like, it wasn't her party, but she had been there the whole time or whatever. So clearly she's somebody so- you can trust. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if she was just messing with me or if she really thought there wasn't any... I guess it was like vodka or something, and it was with that's the punch. Only time you it was like with punch, and things? it tasted really good. Yeah, that was the uh-huh. only time. And um, my friend who I worked with, who it was her party, she was like, "Doug, uh, how much of that have you had?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Only just like a little tiny bit." She was like, "There's alcohol in that." And I was like, "What?" I was like, "Elizabeth told me there wasn't any." That's really her name. Thanks a lot, Elizabeth. Should we be using her real name? That's yeah, fine. I was you. Can still listen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's not. I could swear in the woods too. <laughs> so. Yeah. Edward. Go ahead. Oh. 
Um, I need to brush up on my. Hair no, it's fine. I do. No, of course you do. But yeah, um, but uh, yeah. So that was the only time ever, and but I didn't like feel anything. Um, mm-hmm. And so I don't like you can't really miss what you haven't experienced. That's I guess. true. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I had no when I was in high school and I was hanging out with all the punk rock kids like I did. Uh, and they were all, same. they were all, sure, yeah, they were all drinking and stuff, and I didn't have any trouble turning it down, and they, and there wasn't, like, peer pressure, but they did find it odd that I was not partaking, and I was like, well, I live in fear of my parents, (laughs) is my main thing, (laughs) and I was also, I think there was a lot of it had to do with, I was, like, kind of with a psychedelic thing, is, like, I was afraid of losing control, like, I didn't, Mm -hmm. I didn't trust myself. Yeah. Which and was smart to stay away then. I think so. Uh, but then, the, I remember the first time I got drunk, I was 18. I'd been, I had only graduated six or seven months before. And I was hanging out with some friends of mine who were of age. And, and my friend Ray was like, do you want a beer? And I said, no, nah, I'm good. I go, he goes, and he says, well, like, what? You, you know, I go, well, I got to drive. He goes, you can crash here. I said, and I was like, well, I don't have to work on my parents anymore. <laughs> so I said, sure. And it was great. <laughs> it felt great. <laughs> and I was like, I had also, I didn't like, I don't like puking as, you know, I know it's weird to say, uh, controversial, yeah. but, uh, most, most of our audience loves puking. Right. So I don't mean any, I don't want to lose you any ratings. But I found that puking while drunk was a whole, it was actually kind of fun. Huh. So I didn't really, yeah, so I really enjoyed it. And, was... I, and I continued to enjoy drinking. I mean, I'm not even, like, trying to run that down. And it's weird now because people will be like, oh, are you in the program or is it a weird thing? Or can I, it, you know, and I'm like, no, I don't, it doesn't. Yeah. So I, would, I wouldn't consider myself sober necessarily. Yeah, you just don't drink anymore. I just don't drink anymore. Yeah. And never say never. I mean, you know, one of these days. Yeah. I did have a glass of wine with dinner a few months ago. Oh, shit. Did I not mention that? Oh, man. So This uh, podcast is over. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why didn't I say that 20 minutes in? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, yeah. Cool. That's cool to, I mean, just take the control and just be like, yeah, I'm just not going to. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it wasn't, I mean, fortunately... It wasn't something... I mean, because I, I, there had been many times when I look back on my 20s and I'm like, oh boy, I was definitely <laughs> drinking way too much. At the time, it never occurred to me yeah. that that could be bad. It was just a way of life by that point. Yeah. So, and it's not like, I, oh, I should stop sooner. It was just kind of like, yeah, I don't really... There's stuff about it that I miss, but there's a lot that I don't. So You're like, oh, that, that I can leave behind. I mean, I, in general, I just I kind of feel that way. I feel, the older I get, the more I'm just kind of like, eh, who really cares? Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, so even if I was still drinking, it wouldn't really make that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, my roommates drink, but it's, like, sometimes once a week. Right. And, like, we have our uh, Friday night, like, board game night. Mm-hmm. And, like, I crazy kids. I know. I know. <laughs> we get a lot of board games that you can't find, like, All right. at, at your you at your Target and so your Walmart. Bragging. It's a humble brag, but uh, you know, it's extremely it's, humble. Yeah. It's deserving All of right. the board games you we have. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you're when we were talking about um, alcohol and drinking and stuff, I mm-hmm. thought of the episode of Simpsons with Prohibition. Uh huh. <laughs> where he goes, 
to alcohol, the cause of and solution, solution to, to all of life's problems. problems. Yeah. <laughs> That's very true. Oh, I love that show. I will. Tell I you. used to. I you, certainly. After season nine, I was like, you yeah, should, right. You should jump back in. No, I should not. You should. No, I don't think so. Yeah, it's a... Uh, I respectfully disagree. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> 25 years? That's just ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculously. It's the longest relationship I've ever had. Right, and it's not very... <laughs> like most relationships, I don't think it's very beneficial. It is, though. Is it? It's brought me so much joy. Are we going to fight about this now, Doug? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Um, About to throw down. No, I, 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 I yeah, don't season, if you like it still. Fun. Yeah, seasons like four through ten were like golden. Right. So good. Well, I don't know. I, I guess for me, I know like around, yeah, around, I think the last episode I watched on purpose <laughs> was the season premiere of in 2000 with the Who were the guests on the guest voices what else happened to it i don't remember <laughs> but i do remember very clearly watching that episode and i'd already been losing interest over the previous couple years but that was the episode that i was like this is the last episode i'm gonna watch nope. this is not funny to me anymore <laughs> and it, it wasn't just that it wasn't funny anymore um it's it was that because that show started when i was in seventh grade and so it was a very early developmental thing for me like I was I felt tied more closely to it than I would if it premiered now yeah and so by the time I was 23 I believe during yeah in, two, in late 2000 I was like okay I I can't really hmm. I have to kind of disengage myself a part of your it. part of your childhood died I know I wouldn't go be so dramatic that's as to where say the that. depression started <laughs> oh boy <laughs> never um but yeah, I mean, there's something to be said for, there is something to be said for, for uh, distancing yourself from something that you grew up with, because it does make, it does kind of force you to grow up, I guess, what for are you lack of a better say? term, <laughs> with your Ninja Turtles pity. Ninja Turtles pillowcase. Um, see, that's another one. I've been thinking about that because the new film is coming out mm -hmm. and people are either very excited or very upset for it, yeah. and I don't want to hurt your feelings, Doug. But when I look back, because I loved the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. I was, that was also when I was one in seventh grade. One and two. Grade. Three doesn't count. Uh, if you say so. Because even when the first one came out, and I was 13 or so, mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, this isn't very good. Mm -hmm. And when I look back on it now, I go, yeah, in general, it's not very good. I still first like, one was dark. I guess so. I, I think the, the Eastman and Laird comics, I still enjoy. Because that was, that was more, for lack of a better word, serious. Yeah. But... When people, I hear people, you hear comics, I uh, hear at open mics anyway, to, and this is nothing new, but they're like, oh, they're destroying my childhood. And I was like, first of all, your childhood is perfectly intact. There's <laughs> yeah. nothing changing there. <laughs> what they're doing is they're trying... It, trying to just, recreate it. They're trying to trying sell to it back. Bring you back, yeah, yeah. And you can't really, it's weird that people will get mad about that, because that's how it was sold to them in the first place. Yeah. Like... It was like, hey, what? Let's take this thing, let's mass market it, and sell it to these people. But like, so these so guys who these grow idiots, up, let's face it, they're calling us idiots. They are. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Without getting too much into intent, I find it weird. I find it certainly very narrow visioned. A guy will grow up, 
and and go, oh, they're destroying my childhood as though it was personally made for them. Yeah, Here's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, that's where you're person. wrong. Because <laughs> there were children your age in Korea putting those fucking toys together for pennies a day. And that's that was their childhood. Yeah, yeah. So, no, you're not... Their childhood was destroyed. It's this weird thing where people ascribe a special importance to something that was that was available to many. Yeah. And remains so. It's a property. It's, it's But also like they they're taking it they're taking it personally somehow, even though they enjoyed what happened in their childhood. Right. Which was no different. Yeah, like they they talked about it on Smodcast one time with, yeah. with Star Wars, where they were like, One, two, and three, they that's raped perfect, my childhood. Right. Like no they didn't. Because that's how I felt. You perfectly enjoyed yeah. four, five, and six. Exactly. That's how I felt when the special editions came out and I was like twenty years old. And I was you like, these right. are fucking awful. <laughs> and I still feel that way. But the good news is, like, the originals are still, still exist. exist. So yep. I don't re I mean, it does, it can, you, there's an argument to be made that it does water down the brand, I suppose. What, but that's uh, still marketing speak. Special editions? Or? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it does, the biggest problem, the, the truly the biggest problem I had with the special editions was this. When I was a, when I was a kid, and I first saw Star Wars, and they talk about Jabba the Hutt, and there's like, who's this Jabba the Hutt? Is this yeah. menacing, mysterious, lurking in the shadows yep. figure? And uh, same thing in Empire. You hear Jabba's name mentioned, and you're like, who is this Jabba the Hutt? Yeah. And then you then see you Jedi, Jedi and, you're like, and you're like, holy shit! Wow, yeah. Right. So the special edition is like, no, we're going to put him in the first one. <laughs> Not only that, but we're going to make him computer animated, and it's going to look like fucking garbage, because it's 1997, <laughs> and we don't know what we're doing. So... To me, that was like, I'm like that's that's the more that's the sin of it. Yeah. I think is to try to go back and and quote unquote improve upon. They shot it then, right? They shot. The I original, remember this too because like, we had, I had when I was a kid. I had a from from Star Wars: The Jedi it was like the making of the trilogy. Yeah, and they had that scene where it was a guy playing Jabba the Hutt. Okay. And which they then edited into the special edition of Star Wars yeah. with Han Solo talking yeah. to him. But they were like, we cut this out because eventually we we're going to make Jabba a different uh. thing altogether. So I was like, right. So they thought ahead and went, oh, let's remove this. But oh, like, Jabba no. was just a guy? Yeah, it was just a guy. Ooh. A little fat guy, kind of DeVito looking character. and uh, Kind of like the, the dude from, uh, or the, no. Wait, no, the DeVito looking dude, the, the guys with like the short... Shorter dudes in Jedi were they not have the like Gamorrean the... guards. No, is that who you're talking about? Yeah. The pig-faced yeah, yeah. gentleman. No, yeah. um, that's Jabba. No, it was just <laughs> it was just like a guy. He was he didn't really have any. He wasn't an alien looking creature or anything. But then they put that scene into the special edition with the Jabba or an approximation of the Jabba that we know from Jedi superimposed over that yeah. character, mm -hmm. that actor you know, electronically, and it looked like fucking garbage. And it added nothing. That was, I mean, like, I could, I've never been able to get all the way through a special edition of the original trilogy because they're just, they're Did you see them in good. the theater? No. <laughs> that was the thing. People were like, oh, but you see it on the big screen. I was like, they could have released it as was. Yeah. And everybody would have, I would have gone to see that. They still could release it as was. Yeah. I'm frankly surprised original. that they haven't. Yeah. I don't. And, but the thing—that's the other thing too—is that as important as Star Wars was to me as a kid, and it, and it still resonates with me now. Definitely. It's just a fucking movie. Yeah. It doesn't really have that much bearing. I mean, on it means how I everything. My life, right? <laughs> if Star Wars means everything to life, 
I still don't give a shit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I still... I don't want to downplay the importance of anything like Star Wars or, or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or anything like that that we all grew up with. But there does come a point where if it's making you upset that you have to go, well, maybe I should reevaluate exactly what this means to me. Yeah. Because if it's really putting a... Like, I remember when they first announced the Robocop remake, I was livid. <laughs> Unbelievably That's angry. another one that passed but me I, by. I realized, watch out that I still oh haven't seen boy. it. Uh, but I, uh, I, 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 I got it, it, so yeah. I'm going to watch it. Um, but then I thought about it. I was like, you know, the sequels are actually even worse than anything the remake could possibly be. Hmm. And the good news was, and I saw the remake, the trailer for the remake, I'm like, oh, I don't have to go see that. <laughs> As it turns out, I can act as though it doesn't even exist. <laughs> And I continue to live my life. Because yep. there is, there is no... It, there's it is, no reason to see it if you don't want to see it. Exactly. And I mean, I understand because I have friends who are angry about the remake. And I completely... They're completely right. It, it's it's just a... It's a really obvious trying to cash in on the nostalgia of yeah. a certain era. Of course. But really, I mean, the original Robocop itself was an exploitation film looking to cash in on the public's interest in blood and guts and sex and violence. We I had a problem with that. I heard it holds up. Oh, like it's boy, still... does it ever. Oh, I but I think that's on accident. I think the um, Paul Verhoeven, who directed it, he's never done anything else but garbage ever since. Whoa. Fucking Showgirls, Starship Troopers, which a lot of people still love. A fucking... He has not done a good film since. <laughs> so I think the fact that he hit Robocop out of the park was largely on accident. Huh. But yeah, it does hold up as, a, as satire and as a social commentary and it's just a really good movie yeah. i think in general but it doesn't nothing changes that yeah so um, who cares well, basically what did you what okay what did you think when you heard that they're making um seven eight nine and what do you think now um when i heard i think by the time i heard they're making seven eight nine of the star wars films yeah, i guess yeah. you're saying yeah. uh i well, already i already didn't care yeah <laughs> I already didn't care because I'd already been through the original. Tri I'd been through the special edition fiasco. I'd been through the original, the the first, the prequels. Don't call them the originals. Whatever. <laughs> I've been through that. Uh, you know. Excitement and letdown. Right, and uh, I don't know. I I don't. I just don't care. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm out on the other end of it. Yeah. I mean, I went to see the the prequels in the theater. Same here. I enjoyed them yeah. as much as one can. Mm -hmm. I remember, particularly with Phantom Menace, that was something that I remember my friends and I, we were all very excited for. Yeah. And we were all nervous that it was going to be a disappointment, but mm -hmm. I think just the whole, um, the whole, just like when it starts with the 20th Century Fox yeah. logo, and it's it a, just... It's an experience. It, it, it brings you back to that. Yeah. And then, but then in hindsight, you look back and go, oh, that was a piece of shit movie. <laughs> but I got news for you, and I'm going to say this again amid controversy, the original trilogy aren't that fucking great. They're great. Are they? <laughs> a certain point of view, Ben Kenobi, you're going to lie, and then, oh, wait a minute, we're going to make two more of these, so we better change it so that it's his father. People talk wait, about what? George Lucas's... <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? I don't... In the first film, Ben okay. Kenobi tells Luke Skywalker that Darth Vader betrayed and murdered his father. Right. And then in Jedi... When he confronts Ben Kenobi's ghost, he's like, you told me that he killed... He's like, well, it depends on from a certain point of view. I'm like, go fuck yourself, Kenobi. That's just a <laughs> bullshit way... People talk about George Lucas's vision with these films and how he had them all planned out from the beginning, which well, I can't didn't. believe that fiction holds up. It's so obvious. Well, the reason, I, the reason behind 
Please. He, he killed. He Please educate betrayed me. and murdered your father. Right. Was, and this is how I take it. Okay. Even if it's not true. All right. <laughs> I got news for you. None of it's true. It's, <laughs> it's real. All right. It happened a long time ago. There are historical documents. Okay. Say so. <laughs> I'm all ears. I'm listening. So my interpretation of it was, which is I think what a lot of people still right. believe, mm-hmm. is that uh, he was he was seduced by the dark side. Right. And the man that was Anakin was no longer. Okay. Was killed. I understand that. That's still... That's not what he was going for, though? No, I think what in, he was going for... In New for, Hope was like, he's dead, like, he's dead. Yeah, because here's how I here's how I view... And that, this is not to say that George did Lucas... You, did you see that in, like, the the making of the trilogy thing, or what? No, I'm just... This is my own interpretation of the films as Oh! Is. Here's how it works. <laughs> the first movie stands on its own. Like, it... Obviously, it takes place... It's the fourth chapter, but it still is its own film so when it ends there's a resolution empire stands on its own no it doesn't yeah. empire it's just like back to the future 2 <laughs> does not stand on its own you can't it doesn't end there has to be a resolution but since they knew that since the first film admits to huge success they're like well we can make two more of these so let's drag this out for as long as we can and so they did and they're like, well, we, that means we have to double back on some of this stuff. I'm like, who gives a shit? We're making money hand over fist. Do whatever you have to. And I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. But you can't tell me that this, that's a good thing either. The, you can't tell me that's a good of, that state movie. of mind? How do you or... feel about Godfather 3? I haven't seen any of the Godfathers. So, clearly, you love it as much as I do. <laughs> I think these things, if, if, we're, if, we're, if we're going to, uh, you know, it is kind of a sticky wicket because I can't really say... It's good or bad. If people enjoy them, and that's good. You said Wicket. I Jedi. Did. Return of the Jedi. Wicket. Oh, right, of course. <laughs> My personal favorite. But we didn't find out that his name was Wicket until the, the, until the toys came the out. Movies. Yeah. Um, it doesn't... I just. I don't think... I think Star Wars is overrated. I think a lot of things are overrated. It doesn't mean that I don't enjoy them. It doesn't mean that I would try to talk anyone else out of enjoying them. Yeah. I just feel that there's certainly... An abundance of time and energy put into Star Wars, just for example, by the people who are fans of it, that I don't, I understand, but I also don't. Yeah, you don't follow. You're just like, all right. Because I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a big nerd too. I hate using that word, but I'm a big, <laughs> you know. You're nerdy about lots of different things. Comic book collector and everything else. It's just at a certain point... From when your Stark Industries shirt, I can see. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I love this shirt. Yeah, it's awesome. Plus, it's very comfortable. <laughs> um, that, uh... To get... to get When people get really mired down in, in the whole thing... The minutia of it all. It and... really starts... That's when I... That's when I'm curious as to why people don't start to see the, the holes. You know what I mean? If you can be so into the Star Wars universe as to name me all the Sith Lords throughout existence and all the Jedi Knights, etc., you can't see how these aren't very well-told stories when it comes right down to it. <laughs> well, they only they only had uh, verbal storytelling. It was all oral back then, so... Right. <laughs> in the late 70s. The fact that the stories got to the 70s is a miracle in itself. <laughs> okay, well, that doesn't make it good, that's what I'm saying. Ugh, I'm already tired. How fucking long have we been? Oh man, we gotta wrap this up soon. I can't believe it. if anyone is gonna hear it. All oh, they're all still listening. All right. This 
Let's change this. I'm already tired of Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> um, Tron? Did you see the sequel for Tron? I did not see the remake. It was a sequel or sequel. a remake? It was a sequel I 20, not, like, I, I, 28 years later or something. When, I, uh, when they announced they were doing that, I remember I went back and watched the first one again. And I still enjoyed it. I think it still holds up. But mm. I, it, not, it didn't... I, I wasn't super into that movie when it came out to begin with. I think yeah. the light cycle part is really the only part that's any fun. And I'm sure there was that in the remake. Oh, or yeah. the sequel, excuse me. Um, but not enough to where I really care. It was pretty cool. All right. Yeah. Well, don't doubt it. Um, I was... I had, je- I had recently watched it for the first time and the only time I had heard of it like in popular culture was that Simpsons episode with the 3D Homer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, has anyone ever seen that movie Trump? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then I watched it and I was like, oh, this is cool, especially for the time. You're like, yeah. what would it be like inside a computer? Could it be like this? Maybe. Yeah. Disney, yeah. Journey. Right. <laughs> like Journey making the songs and everything. And mm-hmm. yeah. You really saw the future coming with Journey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, I mean, certainly from compared to other, like, cause I remember the last Starfighter came out around the same time, and that does not hold up at all. Mm. There's a lot of. I haven't seen it since. Yeah. A long time ago. I wouldn't recommend revisiting it. <laughs> uh, there is a lot, like, you know, especially after Star Wars, and then science fiction became a much bigger deal mm-hmm. in, in film, in mainstream film anyway. And so a lot of it was not very good. And I was, because I was right at that age too, so I'd watch all of them. Um, Tron is one of the few that's still, you could still watch again. I think it has got more than a little to do with Jeff Bridges, who's a yeah. pretty good actor. Yeah, he's incredible. But also, I think the fact that Disney was behind it, so they had the money to really make it look good. Mm-hmm. Last Starfighter did not have that, or Enemy <laughs> Mine, or Ice Pirates, or any of the other stuff that I loved as a kid. But mm-hmm. now, when I go back, I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. this is Ice Pirates still has because that was more of a comedy. I've never anything. seen it. It's not that good. I mean, you you could it might be worth checking out just for yucks. It was more of like a parody of science fiction films at that time. Okay, and it works in that regard, but it's really still a pretty stupid movie. Um, but it was whatever. I mean, actually, it's been... When I was a kid, I loved it. And then I watched it again when I was about 21 or so. And I was like, oh, this is terrible. But if I watched it again now, I might... You'd probably be like, oh, okay, I, I totally appreci- like it I appreciate yeah, this. I yeah. So, uh... But yeah, when the, yeah, the Tron sequel, I didn't... You were just... It was just off your radar? Yeah, it wasn't in a... I mean, you know, I, I don't know. As I find... As I... I don't know if it has to do with age necessarily, but... I'm just not as super excited to go to the movies as I once was. Yeah. If it's the Coen Brothers or if it's Smart Scorsese or if it's Wes Anderson, I'll go out of my way. I still haven't seen Moonrise Kingdom. Oh boy, that's definitely the best thing he's done. And I just recently really? saw. It's the best. Like. Well, okay, I'll, I'll break it down. Because I need to see that, and then I'm gonna see Grand Budapest. Yeah, Grand Budapest is also excellent. Okay. The way I kind of see it is that I when he started with uh, Bottle Rocket, which I didn't see until after Rushmore. I saw Rushmore, I saw Rushmore four Rushmore times in the theaters. Too. It was, it, I was completely blown away. So good. And I felt the same way about Tenenbaums, and then Life Aquatic came out, and unpopular later. <laughs> I don't like it, when I'm like one of the few people I know yeah. who doesn't it's like it. It's not as film. good as the others. Right. And I feel like he kind of started going into a little bit of a downward spiral from there that I didn't like Life Aquatic I didn't think uh, Darjeeling was very good Fantastic Mr. Fox I liked that but it wasn't the same right it was a fun movie it was very fun I still it was it was certainly I liked it a lot better than the previous two but I mean even Tenenbaums did as much as I like Tenenbaums 
did not hold up to Rushmore. But then Moonrise Kingdom came out and I went, okay, now he feels like he's back on track. Yeah. And Budapest is definitely back really, to the really Tenenbaums. And style. like Moon, Moonrise for uh, Ed Norton alone is the best thing he's ever done. Oh, man, he's Ed so good. So, I can't. Yeah. I can't believe he hasn't uh, won any. Like, has he? I won don't find it that hard to believe. I mean, I guess he should have gotten a nod at least for Moonrise, but I. I mean, and I guess he. In the grand scheme, I don't care about. Yeah, that's the other stuff. Like, I whenever when it comes to I. When people it comes are like to it's awards, Oscar season. I'm like I don't yeah, care. I don't care. <laughs> like once a decade, I'll watch the Oscars, but I like it. I like it if. Uh, filmmakers I like get an award. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm happy for them. Okay, okay, but it yeah. doesn't really add or take away. Yeah, from the movie. Yeah, no. Um, was it the Golden Globes that Rich, Ricky Gervais did and he just yes. like slamming on people? Yes. And he did it like two years in a row or three? I believe. I think it was only two. I think I, after the second time they were like, we are not letting this guy. I thought they asked him back and he was like, I don't want to do it again. That might be the case. Yeah, I, yeah. I, like I say, I don't pay that much attention. But I do remember he caused quite a stir with and apparently people were upset with his jokes which is 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 weird but i guess it's not completely nuts yeah yeah jokes mm-hmm. how about <laughs> they're pretty good they're not bad they're pretty good stuff I'm, uh, it's, pretty, good it's, uh, pretty good people <laughs> um what else other stuff uh do you have anything to plug aside from the podcast yeah yeah no not really I mean, when is this going to be out? This will be out... Um, I do have some shows coming up. In four Fridays, I think. Okay, so like a month from now? Yeah. Let's see what I got in the hopper. Ba, 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 ba. Hey, did you ever play D&D back in the day? I'm not a... No, not a big D&D guy. Uh, I have played some... Let's see, a month from now. I'll be June 5th. I'll be at the Comedy Store... May 16th, I'll be head, co-headlining with Ryan Hicks at Winston's okay. in OB. Winston's was my first oh, really? time doing stand-up, and that is a rough room to, start, not, I to mean, start in. You know, I've heard that. It's Yeah, it's certainly, for your first time, it'd be pretty rough. But I remember like when I first went there, I was really nervous because I heard it was a rough room. Yeah. I, did, I, and I, I do it pretty much every Friday, and it's been pretty nice to me. Yeah. I featured there back in November. Um and that went really well. That was the first time I think I really, like, crushed. Yeah. But I think it was also the first time a lot of my, like, I told a lot of yeah, my friends, yeah, yeah. and so I think that helped. But even so, I don't think, I think most of the room was not there for me. There was just, yeah. yeah. There was there. So, yeah, that went really well. So, I wish, yeah, I enjoy it. I wish they'd have the tables closer somehow. I don't really, man. There's such a disparity between the stage. I suppose. I'm not it's like really. like 10 feet. I don't know, man. I, like. <laughs> I think probably I do, I'm better served with people further away. From <laughs> yeah, you know what? In if you general, guys could just back up, yeah, I a think in bit, general it just works out better. For give me. me some more space. Yeah, that actually be a good breathe. opener. There. <laughs> um, I mean, especially since that I don't know, like since most of the sets that I do are to nearly empty rooms, mm-hmm. when they are closer to me, it's like, oh, this is a nice. Yeah, it's a bonus. bonus. Yeah, so generally speaking, I don't really care. <laughs> well cool I feel like this is a natural place to I don't disagree I have end. to urinate extremely badly right well now. you're going to have to go in the chair because That's fair you're not allowed to use the bathroom. am I not really? <laughs> no it's fine <laughs> you're so convincing oh uh, Twitter what's your Twitter? oh at Jimmy the Worm 
please to follow me. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's I do a lot of. That's where a lot of my jokes will come from. Mm -hmm. I like to do. I like Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. So please follow Have me you there. played the at midnight game, the hashtag wars? I have every now and again. I don't really watch at midnight that much. I don't. I've I've watched one episode, but uh, but yeah, I participate in the game because it's fun. Yeah, not all. I mean, it's it's rare, but when I do, yeah, it's fun. If I if I can come up with like some some good ones, I have some like ready to go for mm -hmm. if they ever do like this certain like ruin a song. I have a couple for those. Good, good thinking. <laughs> Always thinking. Always one step ahead, this Doug. That's why. That's why I'm as famous as I am. Absolutely. That's why this podcast is as huge as it is. Huge. That's why humongous. the development deals are just, they're right? knocking on my door. Oh, boy. It's almost a, it's almost a curse at this yeah. point. Yeah. They're knocking at the door, but I'm at work the whole time. And right. Well, you got Right priorities. when I come home, they leave, and they're like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> You'll get there. Scheduling conflict. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. These things happen. Yeah. It's the nature of the business. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, uh, yeah. At Dougathan is mine. D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. And um, at Yamatat for the podcast. But, um, yeah, I call the listeners Yamatators. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I thought I thought it was okay. No, I think it's very good. Yeah. And then um, and then I, I, I've made up a few things uh -huh. with it, like uh, Yam It Up. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I've seen the t-shirts. <laughs> it's looking good. I want to make some shirts. I know. Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> Merchandising. That's where the real money yeah. is. Yeah. Yam It Up. Yeah. Um, yamitation. Mm-hmm. Yamaste. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> you get that inscribed on a rock for your Zen garden. Of course. Yeah. For your yam garden. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> okay. This is this is good. Okay. All right. Um, stop listening. <laughs>